All right, let's go to Stephen Jones, Dallas Cowboys COO, joining us right here on 105.3 The Fan. Stephen, is there a bit of a different feel for you today after yesterday's win? Well, it's a, I just heard y'all talking. It's it's always great to win, and you play to win the game. Uh, to, uh, you know, it, on these teams are high competitive, or they wouldn't be playing in the NFL. And most of them are getting, you know, paid really well to do it. And uh, you know, when we first came in the league, Tex Ram reminded us that they pay their players too. So, you know, you can't ever take anyone for granted. These are all. You know, the the competitive uh, instincts come out in you. And, of course, in our particular case, albeit a long shot, uh, we're still in the mix. And, uh, you know, one of the dynamics for us is to get better every week. Uh, we've got a new coaching staff this year. We're, uh, you know, had unprecedented times. We've had some challenges uh, with our injuries. And, you know, we just think uh, for our team and for the long haul, uh, you know, it's so important for us to get better every week and battle to win each and every game. Steven, you were able to to get 41 points in the last couple of weeks off of turnovers, and I'm curious what's changed. And, and from what you see, uh, you know, what are the guys doing differently? Is that they're just playing faster and more confident? Is it because y'all been healthy? What's the combination of things that that's changed for this defense? Yeah, I don't know that we've been any healthier. We were we were yesterday. We obviously got an uh, come back, and we got Diggs back, and that was helpful after we played the week before with. I think four practice squad uh, back, uh, you know, that are young and getting better every week, but they were still on our practice squad for the majority of the season. Um, I think the bigger thing is just people, uh, you know, our our players uh, are, are just playing faster and they're more confident in what they're doing and they're flying around to the ball. I think our pass rush, uh, you know, that we expected to have from the get-go, uh, you know, we're doing some good jobs on first and second down and getting them. Uh, to where they need to throw the ball, and then our pass rushers are are back there making plays and getting to them. Uh, you know, on special teams, our guys are playing fast. So, you know, as we all know, uh, the first of the year we were all over and we weren't getting turnovers. Uh, now we're protecting the ball and we're getting the turnovers, and that's the difference. But you know, a huge difference if you really look at uh, you know the analytics of our game. Uh, if you win that turnover battle, a great chance to win the game, and certainly that's a holding true for us, and our goal here the last uh, two weeks of the season is uh, just keep getting better. And uh, uh, I think our guys are doing a great job of coming to work every day. Uh, they've got great spirit in practice, uh, even when, you know, a couple weeks ago when things were uh, certainly uh, challenging, uh, they came to work every day and practiced hard, and it's paying off. So uh, we'll just see how uh, we do. Uh, obviously a huge game against the Eagles. They're playing a lot better. Uh, with Jalen Hurd, and as we all know, these uh, quarterbacks that can move around and those dual-threat quarterbacks create uh, create challenges. So they'll certainly be a big challenge for us, but uh, uh, we're looking forward to having them down uh, down here at AT&T Stadium and, uh, you know, feel like uh, we'll compete at a high level and, uh, you know, keep ourselves in the mix, hopefully. Stephen, a major part of yesterday was Tony Pollard. Talk about how important he was to winning yesterday. You know, one of the things I was noticing, uh, you know, I was kind of looking as we were going there, you know, Tony really didn't have a lot of yards till he broke off that last run. The fourth quarter against the Bengals, I think uh, Zeke ripped off a 35, 40-yard run. You know, if you're able to play, uh, you know, you're not trying to catch the game all the time uh, and you're, you know, you're playing with the lead. And, you know, then ultimately, I think running the ball, you're going to eventually 
uh, you know, get, you know, break those big runs off. And uh, that's so important. But obviously, uh, Tony brings some great explosiveness to the game uh, with his speed. We knew that coming out of Memphis. He's with the ball out of the backfield. I think there was a where they had a blitz on that if uh, Andy could have gotten it to him, I'm not so sure he doesn't take that one to the house. But, uh, uh, you know, he's just an explosive player. I think uh, Zeke and him uh, complement each other very well. And uh, uh, certainly uh, the dynamic he brings in the return game as well. Uh, is big time. So it's just uh, great to have a player like him on our team. Uh, he stepped up big time yesterday and made a lot of big plays for us. Do you do you think that Tony can can carry the workload of a full time running back? You know, this day and time, there's not many that do that. Uh, I certainly wouldn't bet against him. Uh, you know, I think when we first drafted him, you know, it was more of a you know a, a change of pace, complimentary guy that was going to be great in the return game and and, and spells Zeke. Certainly surprised every step of the way in terms of the, you know, number of times he can touch the ball. As I said, I think they're a great complement to one another. Uh, I wouldn't bet against Tony if he had to uh, touch the ball. I think he ended up touching it 20 times. I think it was 12 rushing, and uh, I forget the exact numbers, 8 to 10 uh, passes he caught. So, uh, you know, whether he can run the ball 21, 22, 25 times a game, uh, I don't know that, but he might. uh, As I said, I wouldn't bet against him. You know, Steve and Andy Dalton, kind of surprising as this season progresses. You guys are now 5-9, and nine, and he's 3-4 and four this year as the starter, and you could give him possibly a, a lot of credit for another win when he came in in the game that Dak got hurt in the tie game in the fourth quarter and threw the great passes to Michael Gallup. What's your thoughts on Andy Dalton's future with the Dallas Cowboys, that he's somewhat 4-4 four and four this year, this season? Well, I think he's done a great job, and especially when you look at, uh, you know, the challenges we've had there in our offensive. Like, uh, you know, they're getting better every week. It's nice to play with, a, you know, the same group of guys that are uh, out there uh, week in and week out. Uh, as we all know, we're probably down to our fifth and uh, sixth tackles when you consider Zach was probably our – moving him out was our fourth option. Uh, but, uh, you know, Steele and Knight are hanging in there, and they're going to work every week and fighting, and then – uh, Connor McGovern stepped up and uh, Connor Williams and then certainly Baidaz is going to be working in there with Looney. So it's good to have a group group up there. And I think as, you know, we've gotten better, certainly Andy, uh, you know, is getting more confidence and uh, uh, we're protecting the ball well. We're not turning it over and, uh, you know, he's doing a great job and certainly we'd love to have him back. Uh, you know, I know we'll just have to address all that at the end of the year in terms of what goals, uh, you know, what he's wanting to do, what his opportunities are. But, uh, you know, he's a guy who's from this area. I went to school over at TCU, and uh, I know he makes his home uh, right here in Dallas in Highland Park. So uh, I'm sure uh, we'll have every opportunity to uh, talk through uh, what the business is going to be with Andy. But he's just a class act. Uh, you certainly saw that last week when we played Cincinnati, how much their fans, how much their organization, their players – uh, respect Andy in a lot of ways. He's a lot like Dak. He's a, as he is on the field, he's a better man off. And, uh, uh, you know, you just have to have a ton of respect uh, for a guy like Andy Dalton. I know you had a, a lot of injuries yesterday, Stephen, that kind of, you know, a couple of them you had to check up on. I wanted to know if you had any updates on Leighton Vanderesh or Michael Gallup after what happened yesterday. Yeah, well, that's a work in progress there in the training room. We'll know more as we go. Uh, you know, probably – Leighton's the biggest question mark of uh, the severity of that ankle injury that he has. And uh, we'll just have to uh, see how that goes. And, 
you know, all these just take time. They, uh, uh, you kind of evaluate them on Monday. You kind of see how they uh, start to do in their rehab on Tuesday and, and Wednesday, and then you got a better feel for them. But, uh, uh, you know, that'll be a work in progress. Boy, when it, I know that I'm going to the next game because you mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles is – have you got to see Jalen Hurts play? Uh, I know it's just limited time so far, but he had a nice game uh, yesterday afternoon. And, and what do you think, like who does he remind you of or what do you think so far of what you're seeing from uh, Hurts? Well, you have to admire what he's doing. We watched the uh, game yesterday, the Philly game, and uh, against the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, he's just uh, amazing what he's doing as a rookie, just stepping right in. You know, the thing, Jerry's got a, a ton of respect on the team. He's a hard worker. I mean, you know, to some degree, he reminds you. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go as far as to say all the details of his skill field, but uh, uh, you know, his leadership, competitiveness uh, does remind, and his success he's having quickly reminds a lot of of our guy Dak. So, uh, you know, and this is just what I'm seeing from afar. It's so unfair for me to judge, but uh, certainly uh, he competed. Competed his tail off yesterday against a really good Arizona Cardinal football team. Certainly, Kyler Murray's playing at a high level, and you know, I think he went step for step with him and just came up a little short at the end. So we're going to have our hands full, uh, you know, when we when we play Jalen, and you know, his success in college speaks for itself. Uh, you know, he had some real highs and then uh, got knocked down a little bit uh, when Tua came in, and then he stepped right back up again for Alabama and helped him finish off a championship and then moved over to Oklahoma and seems like everywhere he goes he just wins and uh hats off to him how, how interested were y'all at the draft with with him we looked at him really hard and uh certainly uh you know obviously our guy uh is Dak and uh but at the same time Mike's a big proponent of you know continuing to look at quarterbacks and uh uh you know he went off the board as he should have uh you know there in the second round and you know, we we certainly had interest in him, but uh, you know, as I've said all along, our our complete commitments to to Dak Prescott, and look forward to getting his deal at some point finished, and and uh, getting him back on the field. He's certainly the uh, leader of this team, and we certainly miss him. I I just saw this from this was in a in the press conference with Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Eagles, and they asked how involved Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie have been in the quarterback decision because they've obviously had to make a, a very difficult decision this year and, and given Jalen that opportunity to play. And I, I was kind of curious, and I do want to just use, let's say, let's say Zeke and, and Tony Pollard. Let's just kind of use that as an example. Um, how much you guys, you and Jerry, have a say? Because Peterson said that he's had none, they've had none, absolutely no uh, uh, input on that decision, that it's been a Peterson decision. And how do you guys work with that? Do you all give Mike McCarthy the full go on stuff like that? Yeah, we're, we're going to communicate, though, every week. Uh, you know, I don't know how much Jeff is. Certainly I know he's around, but we're going to be involved in meetings with Mike every week, and we're going to, you know, go through it and understand the decisions that he's made. But, uh, you know, we had tough decision like this uh, when Dak was a rookie, and, Tony was coming back late in the year, and Dak had just, uh, you know, played phenomenally. And, uh, you know, I think Jason decided it was in the team's best interest to go with Dak. He had the hot hand, and we certainly support that. And, and I, 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 I put these numbers together. You had about $80, $88 million missing from the field this week, Steve, and you all still were able to get a win. All right, like that's, that's like your defense was able to contribute a lot to, to the last couple of wins, actually. 
does it make you kind of consider, man, if we can do that without having to spend all that money, should we be spending all that money? How does that change whenever you're looking at the money spent versus the results sometimes? I think it's always a work in progress, and you certainly take note of that. I think you're making a hell of a point, and uh, certainly as we move forward, uh, you know, you're always looking at, uh, you know, where you're spending your money, and, and is it allocated in the right places? And you know, if you're able to move forward and and have success without, uh, you know, certain cap dollars, certain amounts, then uh, you know you have to take note of that. And uh, I think that's why you. You know, you go to work every day, and you're either getting better or you're backing up. And uh, We always have to observe and, uh, you know, see uh, how our allocation of cap dollars are, are progressing. And, you know, obviously you, you do have, and we've shown this year, that, uh, you know, there's risk uh, when you pay uh, players money. I mean, they can they can go down on you. Uh, you know, it's it happens. I think there was a team who paid a start and left tackle and lost him that that day mm-hmm. uh, in a game. Uh, certainly it happened to us for Kevin Smith. So, you know, just because you pay a player doesn't mean he's going to be out there. Availability is a huge part of this. And, uh, you know, certainly we look at uh, the durability. Two of our most durable guys are guys who weren't out there yesterday, Dak and Zeke. So, uh, you know, they seem to always be available. And unfortunately they weren't yesterday, but uh, you got to look at the full body of work and uh, you got to measure, uh, you know, how that should be uh, allocated going forward. Uh, and real quick before we let you go, I know Mike McCarthy mentioned on C.D. Lamb's run back for the touchdown. He was like, you know, maybe he could have laid down, and that's a good learning lesson. You want him to run for that touchdown every single time? <laughs> I want him to do how he's coached. <laughs> and uh, I understand certainly the instincts that come into play with these uh, athletes. And uh, I'm sure it's against all his instincts not to go score. But uh, uh, we also understand what the guy to take a knee there and, don't want to get stripped running down the sideline and then get the ball back. We all saw what happened after uh, they got the ball back. They threw a Hail Mary and uh, ended up getting a touchdown. But So that's why they're coached the way they're coached. But, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you want them to do exactly as they're coached. At the same time, you know, these guys' instincts sometimes do take over and to not go uh, take a ball that you and you see it and you know it when you're an athlete like C.D. Lamb that you can go score, then, I'm sure that's tough to uh, a tough urge to fight. Well, Stephen, we really appreciate your time today. I uh, hope you have a Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you after the Philly game next week. Well, Merry Christmas to you guys. I hope you enjoy your families and uh, talk to you next week. There he goes. Stephen Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan, COO for the Dallas Cowboys.